This podcast has been a long time coming. I've always actually wanted to have my own radio show. Now I have it, so thank you very much for listening. I would like to take this opportunity to talk to you about my experiences so far with ayahuasca. It's been one hell of a ride. (laughs) We're now in August 2020, and I had my first experience in February, beginning of February this year. Why was I drawn to ayahuasca? Mm, I'd heard a few people talk about this name uh, kind of a year or so before I'd, I'd actually made the decision to, to sit with her. Uh, and at first, the name didn't go in because it's not a name that I've ever heard. Ayahuasca is not a name that's even in the English language. But a good friend who I used to live with told me about his experience with ayahuasca and how it quite literally changed his life and how he'd done it with another friend who now owns uh, this this Avalon uh, retreat centre in, in Spain. And as he was telling me this story about his own transformation, I remember feeling goosebumps up and down my body and I just had this calling and this innate intuition that this was the next step for me. I thought that it would be interesting because I've been on a bit of a personal learning journey for the last three years. Um, I've been to see psychoanalysts, I've had coaching, um, I've also been diagnosed with a few health issues such as uh, underactive thyroid and Hashimoto's autoimmune disease. And so really I was on a quest for healing already uh, and this was just the next stage in, in my development. I thought that this would be purely emotional. I didn't realize it would be a spiritual experience. The first night that I sat with ayahuasca, it was pretty intense to say the least. Um, I felt all of the suffering and pain and anguish that I'd carried within me all my life, even without realizing, because we repress so much and we carry it within us, but it's still there. And I remember taking myself off to a side room and crying like I had never cried in my life. And all of the nights as a teenager that I'd I'd cried silently to myself and I hadn't shared it with anyone, everything came out and it was so beautiful. And I also felt for the first time unconditional love for everyone and everything. And that's something that, as a theory, yes, it, it, it had always been easy to understand, but to actually feel that with every cell in your body. Once you've gone there, there is no going back from there. It, it just opens you up to a whole new way of being. So there was a lot of suffering and pain and trauma for me to work through, and I did work through it. And in fact, the morning after, I was called to ring my dad and just tell him that I loved him and tell him that I would not be moving back to the UK. Because I'd, I'd been flirting with the idea, because uh, I had a breakup last year, and and I thought that, you know, I just wanted to be near my family. But since I took ayahuasca, I've just realised that I'm in the perfect place for me now in Barcelona. I have my tribe. Um, I have everything that I need. Everything I need is within me. So, I only sat with ayahuasca two nights during my first retreat, and it was six months until I took my. Uh, I came and and did ayahuasca again. And in that time, 
I have seen so much transformation in myself and in others that were on the retreat. It is quite literally magic, quite literally magic. At first it was difficult for me to accept that I was transforming because I'd never given myself permission to transform. And I was worried that people would be looking at me and saying, who does she think she is? You know, we, this isn't the Abbey that we know. She doesn't want to drink anymore. Um, she's not so interested in her job anymore. But I realized that these are all mental limitations. That is not the truth. Nobody actually thinks that. That's just a limitation in my own mind that's causing me pain. And there is a place beyond pain, which we will talk about. So as well as unleashing this primal creativity that I've had within me. An example is I've started playing the harp again. I mean, I I used to play it, but um, I always felt this external criteria that I had to live up to, and so I never really connected with it. It was the same for all my music. But now I'm playing the harp, I'm learning the guitar, I'm learning the ukulele, I'm drumming, I'm singing, I'm making so much medicine music, and I'm sharing everything that's really in the depths of me and it feels so good and also my femininity as well has just gone through the roof I was always very much in my masculine energy because I thought that that's how I could connect with men by being masculine Um, maybe to kind of avoid being in that vulnerable state um, where I thought that um, you know they could potentially hurt me um, but even the way I'm dressing is, has transformed. I just feel drawn to all of these long, floaty, feminine clothes. I'm wearing my hair wild and curly. Um, I'm just very in touch with myself and in touch with my body, and it feels very good. So it was six months before I, I went to the next retreat, and that happened two weeks ago. And you know what? The last six months have been so crazy... In my mind, I have been saying to myself, am I mad? Am I imagining this magic? Am I imagining this transformation? Am I imagining this connection with everyone and everything that we're not taught at school? And the message that I had in my first night of, of my second retreat was, this is important work. This is important work. The healing that I am seeing in myself and in others is unprecedented. People come to the retreat on the verge of suicide and they take ayahuasca and the next morning there is light in their eyes and there's hope in their heart and they feel a deep sense of peace, a deep sense of peace and that is truly, truly life-changing. I have overcome a fear of death that I didn't even know existed and that's based on, a, based on the lie that we've been sold that we only have one life. And that once it's over, that's it. So we're coming from a place of scarcity. And everything that's sold to us is based on this premise that we only have one life. So we're given medication to extend our life. We're told to eat certain foods. Eat this, don't eat that. And there are rules for everything that we must obey if we want to have a long life. So it's based on fear and it's based on scarcity. But there is a place beyond fear and beyond scarcity. And that's love. And once you overcome this fear of death, then you can step into your radical authenticity. You can step into your unbridled self-expression and live every single day as if it were your last. And that's literally what I did. 
um, in this last retreat, the fear of death came to me. I surrendered and I said, okay, everything is perfect. Take me now, I'm ready. And death didn't come for me. And I got up and I danced like I've never danced in my life. It was like I was dancing with death and it was so beautiful. And I was being taken by the drumming and taken by the music and all of these moves were coming out of me and I didn't have to think. It was a place beyond thought. It was a place beyond pain. It was pure bliss. It was pure self-expression. It was pure energy. And this is why I've been called to share this podcast because this is important work. And this, this feeling of unity and connection is our birthright and it's not taught to us in the current societal structure in which we live. So in terms of going forward, I'm feeling very, very inspired uh, and excited about the future. I want to make music. I want to connect with people. I want to hold cacao ceremonies in Barcelona. I want to sit in sacred circles with other females and share our pains and our joys and our woes. And one way in which I'm going to share is through this podcast. Uh, my plan is to invite people onto the show. So if you're if you're interested in sharing knowledge, wisdom that has been downloaded into you, then please get in touch. That would be absolutely amazing. Um, and what I would like to say is that I have spent my life in search of my power, in search of my voice, and I finally stepped into that power. I find, found my voice. And you know what? As a result, my fifth chakra, my thyroid chakra, um, which is expression, creativity, uh, finding your voice, it's now healed. I've been off my medication for two and a half weeks and I'm feeling absolutely amazing because I'm connected in to the universal life force energy that nobody teaches you about. You have to go and find it for yourself. And once you make the commitment to yourself that you would like to heal, that you would like to be connected with the universe, whatever your intention is, all you have to do is send it out to the universe and it shall be granted. It shall be granted. Sending you lots of love wherever you are in the world. Take care.